Welcome to the Cat and the Rat podcast, uh, where the two worst owners from the Delt Legends 2020 season will teach you um, what you should be doing in 2021. Uh, I am your host, Josh the Rat Curtis, here with my co-host, Ken the Cat Letary. Uh, I refuse to call him Chinese because that's probably cultural appropriation and I don't want to get him canceled. Uh, so we're going to ignore that. And I don't really don't want to do this podcast by myself. So we got to make sure he stays on the right side of cancel culture. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Ken? I am doing well. How are you? I am doing fantastic. fantastic. All right. Uh, so I think we're going to start looking over at last season. Yeah. Uh, just to let you guys know how we ended up here. Obviously um, really well. It, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty simple. We both scored pretty low points. Um, I was looking, thinking about last season. I was going to say that I just had some bad luck. Um, I did lose my last three in a row, which brought me down. I was uh, up out of 12th place for most of the season, but the losing those last three dropped me right down. Uh, and I was going to say it was just bad luck. Had some you know tough matchups at the end. But now looking back, looking at my points for versus points against, I just didn't score any points. So apparently I just sucked last year. How about you, Ken? Um, yeah, I was going to try to come off with the same thing because I scored more points than you and more points than several people who are above me. Uh, but I did lose five in a row, so generally not the track record you want. Um, three and ten, not much better than yours. Um, the Chinese Waving Cats, I can say that because I saw Shang-Chi a couple weeks ago, so I'm allowed to say Chinese Waving Cats. Um, it, I'm hoping this year th- the Waving Cats just bring back that magic, but last year, not so much. Hmm. Yeah, I was considering changing the name of my team this year, um, but then once we came up with the name of this podcast, of the Cat and the Rat, I was like, well, that's a good name. I'll, I'll keep that. I'll keep my team name. Try it out one more time. We'll see how it goes. Um, but if I am in, if I don't make the playoffs this year, I'm probably going to drop that name and come up with something else. Yeah, I'm never going to change my name um, just because I love this name. And... I have actually won championships with it, so unlike several people in this uh, group, I'm pretty sure anal? Question mark? I'm surprised it's not an exclamation point at this point that you're not just screaming it because you've not come first yet. Yeah, I was expecting to hear a little bit from him um, when I showed off my uh, my painting I did uh, showing Mad Dogs. Uh, well, well, probably would be a taunting penalty this year, uh, standing over anal, um, pro- proclaiming him the champions of last year. Uh, but uh, I don't know. He drew either missed it that I put his A symbol on the helmet of the guy on the ground, uh, or he decided to just move on. I think moving on. Um, yeah. And I guess we need to, to address this right now. We have some large um, podcast shoes to fill. Um, considering this is the third year, uh, not so much last year's podcast. Um, that seemed like a sophomore slump, uh, step back, um, and not to give the first year too much credit and increase egos of certain people who don't need increased egos. But, you know, we are trying to bring our own je ne sais quoi to the table. So we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely say that Ray's got some good production value for sure. Yeah. I think he's used to, you know, working his way around computers. He knew what he was doing. Um, we definitely don't have that type of background. Uh, no. So we probably won't have the same production value. But if you gave us an executive producer, I think we'd be right up there with one of the top podcasts in the country. Yeah, I ag- agreed. I think we're that close. Just yep. three minutes into the podcast, I'm pretty sure we should be up for a potty or whatever the uh, podcast award is. Probably, yeah. We'll probably start a Patreon by the end of this, you know, yeah. just so we can gain some money. People will definitely pay to hear some of this stuff. I think so. Some of this breakdown. Um, <clears throat> so why don't we go ahead and move forward? Uh, we'll yeah. start by looking at some of the matchups from last week. You know, break it down, do some Monday morning quarterback and tell you guys what you should have done, what you did right. Um, <clears throat> Who do you want to start, like start with, Ken? I don't know. Um, I We should save maybe hours for later, maybe middle. I don't know. Uh, I know some people last year were upset that we heard a lot about one or two particular teams. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to follow in those footsteps and talk about my team the whole time. Um, so why don't we start with, uh, why don't we start with dirty Dave's and what the rock was cooking? Because there were some interesting moves that ended up not really helping them in this one. All right. <clears throat> so, um, Obviously, Dirty Dave's won, uh, 133 to 115. Uh, so the other Ken uh, tops Ray. Um, going down their rosters and their bench, yeah, I mean, uh, Ray definitely left some points on his bench, but he had, he had a pretty good showing. Um, you know, the, the big two-pointers by Ray Mostert brought him down. Uh, 5.6 by Minnesota, you know, you can't really say much about that. Defenses probably don't average much more than five or six points, so can't fault him there. Matt Ryan didn't show up. Uh, let's see, did he have another quarterback on the bench? He doesn't, so he was stuck with Matt Ryan. He made the only call he could there. Well, he I did guess. give up, I think. Is he the one? Did he give up, um, what's his face? Stafford. I think he traded. He did. Yeah. Yeah, he did trade Stafford for Mostert, so that didn't turn out well this no. week. And judging by the IR status of Mostert, I don't think it's going to work out with him, even in the long term. Uh, so that's probably not a great <laughs> deal for him, but uh, no. was it Chuck? Chuck made out pretty well on that deal. Yeah, I was wondering why people were so angry that I didn't push this trade through right away. I think Ray would have been happier if I had been more of an inattentive commissioner. And just been like, I'll get to it on Monday. But everybody wanted me to push it through, and this is what happens. Yeah, I think that was just a lot of uh, false anger <laughs> that you just weren't doing your job properly. But you know what? They're the ones that voted for you, so. It's true. It's like the eighth year in a row or something like that, so. You? Gotta be doing something right. All right. Um, and then I guess on Dirty Dave's side, he just had everybody produce because if you can get everybody to do at least 10 points and above, you're going to be in really good position uh, because like his quarterback didn't, Lamar Jackson didn't do amazing. Um, Christian McCaffrey, you know, pulled his weight like he usually does, 
But everybody else was like kind of average middling scores. But if you can get every single person on your team to do that, that's all you need to win each week. Yeah, yeah. If you can get 130 points each week, you'll you'll win more than half the games, I bet. Yeah. Um, obviously, something in the 140s, 150 even will almost guarantee you a win. But one 130s every week will definitely uh, get you a pretty good record by the end. So we'll see if he can keep that momentum going. We should have Chuck check on that since he's our stat master. Um, he may actually be able to come out with the statistics on if you score 130 points, what is the win percentage? So, Chuck, if you are listening, you now and we have know a that task. you are. Yeah. Um, do we actually want to move since we'll we'll tie it to that trade? Do we want to switch on over to the watermelon man himself, Herbie Hancock? game uh charlie and uh what's his face somebody cardinals shane. oh shane yeah <clears throat> um, shane, yeah we can move on there so yeah. do so chuck traded for matthew stafford and then left him on the bench decided to play sam darnold instead only cost him five points so can't really fault him for much there um five points would not have won in this game uh no you're looking at his scores right off the bat yeah you see it most people look like they're scoring you know double digit numbers so you think it would be higher than 100 but then you see that big goose egg from gaseki yeah that will definitely bring your average down and then i mean shane's team is i mean just crushed this week 149 is you know that's never something you're going to be upset scoring. So, uh, pretty impressive. I'm hoping this is not a trend. I'm hoping this is just like a welcome back. Here's some a lot of points, and then next week it's just like I suck, and then we can go away. Yeah, I mean he got almost half those points from two players: Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper. He had the the tandem duo there, one thrown yeah. to the other. Um, oh, and so Travis Kelsey piled up points there. Travis Kelsey went crazy. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, well, he always does. He's going to get 20 points every week, so that's just a given. But, I mean, he, between those three players, I mean, just probably look at, uh, yeah, just those three players, I think he would have beat Chuck. Ouch. Not that great at math, but judging by just, uh, uh, I think you're in the it would have been pretty close. Yeah. Um, I will say that this, if Shane's team can keep up this, even with just those three as anchors, if Dak Prescott doesn't break his other leg, um, like, this is not, I'm not super excited about this, um, contending against it, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, you never know with injuries in this league. I know Dak Prescott's a great quarterback. I had him last year. He broke his leg. It cost me the season. So I blame him. That's why I'm even doing this podcast to begin with. Um, so I like to say that I hope he holds it out for Shane and he has better luck, but why would I wish good luck on Shane? Um, I'm not, and I hope he breaks another leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to move to one of our games? Um, let's see. Yeah, let's do that. Let's move to my game. Yeah. Um, Lab Rats versus Malcolm Death Squad. This is a game that I was worried about uh, coming into you know, the last late games. It was close. Um, he had, he had a couple players, um, playing late and if they did really well, he could have overtaken me. 
uh, turned out not to be an issue. Uh, mostly I was a little bummed because I left quite a bit of points on the bench. I left Rob Gronkowski on the bench, scored yeah. 29 points. Um, Sterling Shepard uh, on the bench, he scored 24. Uh, basically it came down to when Jameson Crowder was still on the COVID list. He was in my starting lineup. I had the choice of Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard, um, Tevin Coleman, Naheem Hines. Um, Tevin Coleman, I guess, wasn't really an option. I, I wasn't considering him, but between Hines, Shepard, uh, and Campbell, uh, I was kind of trying to choose between three, and I chose the worst out of the three. Um, I mean, I really should have put in Gronkowski. It would have been the best bet, but... Either way, I made a poor decision. Uh, turned out not to bite me in the ass nope. this time. But if I keep doing stupid shit like that, it will eventually. So I need to make sure. Maybe I do a little bit more research. I did almost no research this season. Um, and I was just winging the, uh, the draft as I was going. So, you know, it's pretty typical of me. But uh, hopefully I can get a little bit more luck on my side and keep up my winning streak. Uh, I think we deserve it as being 11th and 12th place last year. Um, we deserve this. We deserve this win. It's a good boost to start the season. Because if I had come in, and spoiler alert for my game, um, I won. But uh, it would have been devastating to enter this new season being like, okay, we're starting over and then still just sucking. Now, I'm not going to say my score is great, but it's still a win. Um, but back to this game, um, I was upset at first when, uh, Malcolm picked Ayuk or however you say his name, uh, before me in the draft, I was like, Ooh, I want this guy. I'm okay with this now. I'm okay that he ended up grabbing him, um, before cause you know, a 10th of a point or a little more than that is not super exciting for anybody. Um, well, not this game. He he'll come back around though. He'll he'll have a couple games here and there. That's one of those players though that's I think could bite you in the butt. Like you might do this one week, then you get frustrated. You put him on the bench, and then he you know puts up eighteen points, and you're like, God damn it, but it lets him in. Um, yeah. So he's gonna have to make those decisions week by week with uh, players like that. Yeah, and I would say DJ Chark is the only person that he could have really switched out to help, but. And, I mean, DJ Chark would have won him the game. Um, so that's upsetting, but I don't know. Jacksonville is, as I saw, had a, has a new quarterback, so we'll see about that. Um, do you want to switch to my game? Yep. Um, so I squared off against partying the Zoo SA. I believe they say it or Zoo SA. Um, and I ended up holding on. Uh, it was funny. Ross texted me. Uh, we both were watching Monday Night Football. And when Tyson Williams scored the 35-yard run touchdown, I got a two-part message that said, that was unfortunate. <laughs> and <laughs> I was super excited. Um, there is a secret I'm going to say right now. I'm not going to blow up his spot. But Ross is trying to play mind games this year. I may or may not have had a little visit outside of my home uh, on Sunday uh, from a certain Mr. Terrio. I will not go further, but this backfired on him this week. So hopefully he doesn't go 0-14, but we'll see. But nobody would be sad if he did. 
no, uh, cer- certainly not me. Um, but otherwise, I mean, like most of his team did what we were talking about, where they scored ten or more points. But just some of his guys, like Jones and Andrews, just didn't help him out because it was a close game. Eleven points is not a huge victory for me, but you know, I have my team. I'm happy with it to some degree. I have most of this team, yeah. by the way, in my school league, but except with some upgrades, and I won very handily this past week. So again, this is the training ground that we go out and we destroy the rest of the soft world. So, Yeah, Ross has got Tannehill uh, starting, and he had a bad game. It'll be interesting to see how he does the rest of the season. You, you know, the Tennessee Titans are supposed to be a good team this season. Uh, but they got absolutely manhandled by Arizona. So we'll see if that was a fluke, if they can bounce back, or if Ross might need to look for, you know, a new quarterback to lead his team. Um, uh, he doesn't Trey Lance on the bench, but that's um, not going to pan out too soon. I, I don't think they have plans to pull Garoppolo fully for Trey Lance. Um, of course, Garoppolo's made out of toothpicks, I think, so he could easily get broken. Um but we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. Um, uh, and you had a you had a low game from Ezekiel Elliott. You know he'll go back and forth. He'll have a couple games. He'll score like thirty points at some point and win you win you a week. So wouldn't be too concerned about that. Um, they were definitely just staying away from the Tampa Bay run defense. Yeah. Um, once they come across somebody with a soft, you know, rushing defense, he'll he'll easily put up a pile of points. So. If that could happen, nothing to be worried about there. If that could happen sooner than later, I would be very happy with that. Um, all right, let's see. We have two games left. I think we saved the tight game for the last one, the one that we yeah. were hoping we were going to see a win or a loss here. Um, so that brings us to anal question mark and mantis toboggans, uh, where mantis won pretty handily about fifteen points. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's one of those games yeah. where you're just you're just upset that they both can't lose. <laughs> right. You guys can score negative points next time. That'd be super great. Well, actually, t- I take that back because Drew's defense did score negative points, um, which did not help his cause. Um, but the Kyler Murray, uh, Pat Mahomes trade-off here is like crazy. Um, how high-scoring those two guys were. I have Kyler in my other league, so I was pretty happy to see to see that. But yeah. Yeah, they do look, you know, looking just matchup across matchup, you know, fairly even. Um I mean obviously the the Higgins versus Evans is lopsided, but then right below it, Kamara versus Barkley was lopsided, so that just about evens out. Yeah. Um so you know the real you know, the real meat and potatoes of this game came down to the tight ends and the defense, which you know, did not you hear in real life all the time. Defense wins you, wins you games, wins you championships. Um, and Ray had a good stretch but last year or two years ago where he would win games just because he wouldn't let the other team score points. Um, obviously. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. 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 There's no real defense in this league, but Hey, if the other team doesn't score points, then you don't have to score a lot. You just have to score more than them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, Brian Adams did come out with Victor. Uh, Anal had a tough week, total score wise, but yeah, he had a couple good bright spots. So let's see, I, 
speak to anybody on the bench. Mm, not really. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, yeah, his bench looks pretty weak right now. I'm not analyzing it too Your heavily. Bench is I'm weak. looking at the output. Yeah. But, yeah um, we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. Uh, one one side. I think I put it in the Discord, but the school league that I play in, people were drafting defenses like round seven and seven and eight. Which blows my mind because you should just stream defenses. Like I don't know why people draft them early in rounds, but I don't know. That's only come from a two-time champion. Granted, I came in 11, 11th last year, but still. Right. Well, that's because you're in a league where most people know what they're doing, at least to some degree. Uh, even I know that you you pick up a defense in the last three rounds. You know, um, maybe three or four rounds if you've got. You know, someone who's supposed to be, I don't remember where I picked up my defense, but it was pretty late. Uh, everybody picks them up pretty late. That's a, not a high-value position. Everybody, all the defenses score, you know, five, ten points. You'll have a couple. Uh, I had one year, I think it might have been the year I came in second when I had the New England defense, and they were scoring 15 points every game. Um, that really helped me out. But you don't come across that very often. No. Um, do we want to move to Mad Dogs and I don't know how to fucking say that Findlake? I would guess Findlayak Warriors, something Gaelic or Irish or something like that, or Scottish, um, or Scottish, yeah, something know. in that region. I don't know. Welsh, Healy's not Scottish, so that makes less sense. Um, we'll just call him O'Healy from now on. Yeah, O'Healy. Yeah, because Patrick Healy is not Irish enough. No, no. Yeah, that's like the name of a cop in like a 1930s cartoon that's whittling a baton on his fingertip, going tiddly diddly d. But yeah, let's add the O in there. Um. All right. So, uh, so yeah, I was watching um, Monday Night Football just for this matchup. Um, I was really hoping we go into this first week with some of our uh, big dogs going down. You know, if Josh Yardley could have lost this game. Um, uh, Drew lost his game, and Ross lost his game. You know, that would have been a good start to the season, I think. Have some of the big dogs sitting down below us for a little bit. Um, but um, Patrick had, was it Josh Jacobs? Mm-hmm. He needed, like, three more points for the entire fourth quarter and overtime of this game, and he just did nothing. I just wanted to see him bust off, you know, a big run, get one more touchdown, something. Put him over the edge there. But no, he just he just couldn't do it. But it was a real close game. It was fun to watch. You know, I probably wouldn't have stayed up for all of Monday Night Football um, if it wasn't for this uh, fantasy matchup. Um, I say I stayed up for all of it. I think I did fall asleep a few times for a couple minutes. I freaked back up and take a look at it again. Um, so it, it was fun. Definitely fun. Tyree Kill put up a massive point score for him. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers let him down. If Aaron Rodgers would have done anything even remotely quarterback-like, you know, he would have won this game. That's what's mind-blowing to um, me is that his quarterback scored so few points, and it was the tightest game that we had this week. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, if he would have had almost any other quarterback in there, he probably would have had the top score of the week. Um, and we easily won this game. And who would have thought Aaron Rodgers? I I was actually I probably would have picked Aaron Rodgers when I was looking at quarterbacks. 
uh, if he was still available on that round, but I think someone picked him uh, ahead of me. Um, or maybe Tom Brady. I, no, I think I just picked Tom Brady before him, but I was looking at Aaron Rodgers because I was thinking after all that off-field drama and whatever, I thought he was going to come out with a chip on his shoulder trying to prove something, prove that he could be you know, an MVP candidate again. But so far, that obviously didn't happen. No. Uh, I did, however, yeah. see a funny meme about Aaron Rodgers that uh, he looks like, if anybody watches Shameless, that he looks like Frank, the father, the patriarch of the family, um, with his winter cap on. And it was it was uh, weirdly, like, yeah, like it was uncannily weird. So Yeah, with his longer hair now, too. He does, <clears throat> he does look pretty bad. I've seen a couple, I didn't actually see the interviews, but I saw a couple still photos of him when he was, doing interviews like on the uh the pat mcafee podcast um and i looked at him going he looks like he aged four years over the off season it's because um, olivia munn left so, him and now she's pregnant with john mulaney's baby so yeah but his new girl is pretty hot too shailene woodley yeah but she like brushes her teeth with like bark like no thanks <laughs> well i don't know anything about her besides a few pictures that i've seen so. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, sorry, sorry for your loss, Pat. We were rooting for you, yeah. uh, hoping to take down the big dogs, um, the uh, the lesser of the Yardleys and the lesser of the Joshes in this league. But uh, he managed to squeak it out. Yeah, nice job. Uh, we didn't want both Yardleys to win, but you did, and you have pretty good-looking teams right now. So credit where credit is due. Um, so we don't have a stinger for this next one, but I mean, I guess we could unsolicited advice with the cat and the rat. Boom. Boom. Yeah. This, so this, uh, segment here is unsolicited advice. This is where we pick, um, you know, really whatever we want to do. I'm going to pick one uh, owner and just give them some advice that they didn't ask for that I think will help them out. Hmm. Um, this week, uh, my advice is going out to Ray. Um, I don't know what the rock was cooking, but you really, really need to get your physicals done when you're looking at trades. Uh, you might've known that, uh, Raheem Mostert's leg was made out of dried spaghetti, um, before you picked him up because you traded away an asset and you got nothing out of it and he's gone off the entire season. Um, so that was just a bad move. Your doctors did not do their job. Uh, you need to make sure you get those, you know, those those physicals done properly in the future. All right, man. Uh, and I think I'm going to throw my unsolicited advice at uh, Chuck. And this is not like keep making trades. That's my advice to you because you like skirted the knife's edge with this, and you came out on the the good side of this. So keep pulling those trades. Um, I don't think your team. I don't know. We'll see. Your twelfth. It's hard to say, but. I don't know. It might be super garbage. Uh, you'll probably beat me. But, uh, yeah, keep making trades because you... Just because of that one trade, by the way. Like, there's no pattern for which I am basing this off of except for one singular trade, which is why Ken Wicks would be upset with me if I started dealing in stocks. But <laughs> my advice is to buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. All right. So let's... Uh... Now we'll go ahead and just take a quick look at next week, what matchups we have. Uh, it's obviously still early in the season, but we can, you know, do some overreactions, pretend like some of these 
winners are really good and some of these losers are really bad or whatever. We'll make some uh, predictions about how the rest of the season is going to go uh, one week at a time. Uh, so next week, um, I'll just start with mine to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. I am uh, taking on Ray's team. Um, I hope he starts Mostert, um, but it looks like he's already taken him out, so I guess that's not going to happen. Um, it looks to be a close game based on the projections from Yahoo, which are obviously bullshit. You can never trust them. They're either way lower or way higher. Um, and that's the stat that I'd really like to see is what percentage of um, the Yahoo projections, you know, are actually close um, because I, they just never seem to be anywhere near it. Um, but I've got a couple of decisions to make. I've got a couple of guys on the bench that are all kind of in the same 10, 12 point uh, projection. Um, and uh, so I got to pick one and hopefully I don't pick the wrong one again. Um, and Ray, he's got Jameis Winston in there. So I hope he does not have a game like he did last week. Although he's coming up against Carolina, not a great team, but hopefully they'll put up a bigger fight than Packers. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and call this that, uh, I'm going to call this a win for me. How about you, Ken? Um, I, I'm going to side with you. Like I'm going to say right now, you have my undying support this season. Because we are hosting the podcast together. So I would like you to be victorious every single week. You don't have to reciprocate the feelings. I mean, I would like that. But you don't have to reciprocate that sentiment. Um, even when it comes to me and you, I I think I wish you the best this season. So um, I, think, I think Ray is in for hurting this week. No, oh, thank you. I, uh, you know, I think we're going to take a united front on this one too um you know it's it's me and you against them for the rest of the season Uh, so i've got your back and when we do play each other i don't know maybe we'll just bench everybody and take a draw oh i like that i like that idea um let's see let's go through i wouldn't have i'll do we'll do my next just because we get hours out of the way uh so another (laughs) tight projected match two points between me and uh drew's anal um so, oh, by the way, did you notice everybody out there that we stayed away from like making like twelve-year-old uh, sex jokes every time we said anal? Just you know, throwing it out there. Um, so you know, I got Mister COVID himself this week, Cole Beasley. I'm hoping that he will match up with Josh Allen against people and help me out. Um, I'm hoping Pitts shows up finally. I'm doing the Ken Letary maneuver with two tight ends again this week. Hopefully Elliot shows up. So we'll see. Uh, I think I I got it. I do need Kyler Murray, which Drew has, to do well because of my other league. But if I could cancel him out with my own quarterback, I'd also be fine with that. So I'm going to say um, my prediction is that I win this week against Drew. Um, yeah, this definitely does look like a tight one. It's going to be, I mean, you've got, Oh, uh, he's got Saquon Barkley going up against Washington. Didn't go well last week, but you never know. He might uh, have a big week. But you've got Ezekiel Elliott going up against the Chargers, so that could easily cancel out. Yeah, I think it is going to be close. It is going to be close. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah you'll you'll definitely take this one. Not yeah. a, not a big deal. Um, I think we should save the the highest scoring 
tight one for the very last. Like Cardinals. You do both have you do both have a Monday night play too, so it might come down to that. He's got Tanyan going uh, while you have Green Bay's defense. All right, I'll take it. So it might come down to Monday night. We'll see. Ooh, that's exciting. That's how much I know about my team, by the way. That you just told me that, and I was like, "Ooh, exciting." Um, let's go next to uh, Mad Dogs. Ross and Pat. Who? I was gonna say Ross and Pat. Yeah, let's do them. That. that one's super tight, according to projections. Yeah. I mean, o o and one versus o and one. Somebody's going o and two in this, which makes it. Pretty exciting, because starting 0-2, speaking from experience, uh, generally does not turn out well. I think one of the years I did pretty well, even starting out with like a several-week loss in a row, but not great. Let's see who we got here. I mean, they're playing pretty much the same lineups that they had this past week. So Yeah, I wonder if Ross is going to make any last-minute moves i mean he's got some he's got some bench depth between antonio brown and julio jones um you know julio didn't do much last week but antonio brown put up some numbers so we'll see if he decides to put him in um but yeah it'll be a tight one i mean they're playing atlanta so ooh more in theory more unsolicited advice rape atlanta and my second unsolicited advice uh, Ross should put in Trey Lance at quarterback. Projected two and a half points. Spice it up. If you believe in the rest of your team, you'll put in Trey Lance this week. Uh, who do you think, who, who are you calling this for? Well, Ross underperformed last week, and Pat overperformed a little bit, I think. So if they both kind of come back down to where they should be, mm. um, it'll be it'll be tight. But I think, oof, uh, <laughs> I got to give this one to Pat. I think. I mean, if he puts in Antonio Brown, uh, maybe for like Debo, uh, they are playing Philly. Philly had a good game, but hard to tell how they are. I don't know. If you put in Brown for Debo, I'd give him the win. But as it stands right now, I'm giving it to Pat. So there's uh, some more advice for Zeus. Uh, you can take that or leave it. I would have a, a tough time just as uh, Ross with because Samuel put up 31 points. I again, this is where my like the fallacy is happening. Where I'm like, he did really well last week, but that's a tough one. I am also. Weirdly enough, I thought you were going against this. I am also going to say Pat wins this week. Because I don't think Aaron Rodgers puts up another four-point game. So, all if he has his other people play to where about they were, and then you have a Aaron Rodgers throw 20-plus points, I think that's a pretty, pretty good score. So, I'm also going to tip this week to Pat. All right, let's move on to we got Dirty Dave, Dirty and Her- Dave and Herbie Hancock. Yep. Uh, and Chuck, you, uh, obviously you can't respond to me right now, uh, but Herbie Hancock. My guess is it is a reference to Tommy Boy, where he goes, "Everybody knows it's Herbie Hancock," or are you just like a big like 
breakdance fan? Answer when you hear this. All right. Well, his his thumbnail for his team is a picture of um, Chris Farley, so I'm guessing you've got it with the Tommy Boy. Oh, okay. If I had eyes and had looked previously, I probably would have been able to answer that question. But, well, I don't know. Maybe Chuck's a big breakdance fan. I don't know. It could be both. Maybe it's both. I would love it if Maybe. Chuck just had a whole bunch of, like, split-up cardboard boxes in his basement that he was just like, oh, I got to work it out tonight. Put the kids to bed. All right, who do you got? All right, looking at this one also pretty close, 129-123 projections. Uh, Matt Stafford versus Lamar Jackson. Ooh, Lamar Jackson is going up against Kansas City. Matt Stafford is going against Indiana, uh, Indianapolis. Um, yeah, it's going to be tight. Um for not much reason at all, I'm, I'm going to give this one to Dirty Dave. I think Ken's going to go 2-0. Herbie's going to drop 0-2. He'll have a hole to climb out of. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how he, how he bounces back from that. But that's, that's what I think is going to happen. How about you? Uh, I not, not to just keep following you, but I'm also going to say Dirty Dave's wins this week. <laughs> Um, I think just Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey uh, if he can just keep always being like that stabilizer, that anchor point that is always going to put up mid twenties or thirty points every single time, you need you could just have the rest of your team kind of play like okay, and you're in contention the whole time. Where I think Chuck's uh, running backs are less special, um, even saying that with Derrick Henry, but. I don't know. So I'm giving this one to Dirty Davis as well. Yeah, but he doesn't have much of a bench. His bench has got true three people injured, um, and one person out. So he's got four people um, who are looking to not score any points. He doesn't have much for options, but what he is starting is pretty solid. So mm. well, he's got a questionable starting too. So I guess you know he's got some injury concerns, but if he's got if he's got enough guys to start the match. Uh, yeah, I think he'll, he'll pull it out. Um, so we have right, Mad Dogs. So you want to do Mad Dogs next? Yep. All right. Mad Dogs and I'll nothing. let you go first. You don't have to follow me. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm waiting for our first, like, disagreement and fight. Like, right now, we're, we're in the honeymoon phase where we're just agreeing with each other on everything. Soon it's going to get fucking real. And we're going to have to make some separate decisions. So let's see. All right, we have Mad Dogs and Malcolm Death Squad. Four-point difference, not too bad. Um, I don't know. This is tough because... But the issue that I find with... I think this is historical, but for Malcolm, his team generally tends to not perform for him when he needs them to. So, like, uh, just based off of history, I'm going to say Mad Dogs takes this. I don't fully have rational reasoning for this looking at this because most of these players I know of but I'm like mm, I don't know that much about them I think Josh takes it again this week as much as that pains me to say hmm yeah I I am leaning towards agreeing with you I don't want to <laughs> I really don't want to but 
Uh, yeah, I mean, unless, you know, Green Bay really bounces back and Aaron Jones has a big game, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has a big game. I mean, Godwin could have a big game against Atlanta. He gets, you know, three really big performances um, over on Jason's side, then um, he could pull this out. Um, the only soft spot on Josh's uh, roster looks to be Hunter Henry. Uh, and I do have two solid tight ends on my team. So, you know, if you're looking for a trade, you know, hit me up. You've got a couple of studs that I might be interested in uh, trading for. But uh, other than that, Hunter Henry's spot, and you never know. They could easily come out and throw two tight end touchdowns, you know, in the red zone next mm-hmm. week. Um, but, you know, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to go Ooh. for Jason. It's going to be an upset wow. this week. All right, upset. See, you know, he had, a, he had a letdown last week against me, so he's going to bounce back. All right. I mean, Russell Wilson's always tough for me. I know he put up 30 points last week, but I've had him on my team before, and he's so frustrating because he will do a game like this, but then because he is relatively efficient, he'll throw, like, three passes, and then it'll be one touchdown, and then they'll run the rest of it or something weird like that, and he'll score 12 points, but they'll win the game, like, 40 to 10. So, like, it's it, that's what I'm concerned with Death Squad over here because unless he's just going to keep up this performance, in the past he has been very frustrating to have on your team because you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw, like, seven passes and, you know, it's fine. I'll throw for 80 yards and we'll still win the game. So he's, like, uh, just a player who's good mostly NFL-wise and less fantasy, at least in my experience. Yeah, it is, you know, it's still early, but it's projected to rain in Tennessee on uh, Sunday as well. So there's a chance that it's going to be a run-heavy game, which could put it um, uh, a better game for Hunter, not Hunter, um, Eric Henry. Uh, uh, and also, Seattle should be uh, used to it because it rains there all the time. Am I right, guys? Silent high fives. No. Even though that's not a real. But precipitation-wise, that's actually not true. But just... The more you know, kids. Um, yeah, so we this is our first at odds. We'll see if we keep going with this. Because maybe the next one will yeah. be like real angry with each other. Probably not. Do we just have uh, the one left? All right. We got Cardinals and Mantis. Yeah, I think that's the last one. Yeah. We saved the big ones for last. That's yeah, highest projected points. Mantis projected at 144. Uh, Cardinals projected at 141. Um, every single person, including yeah. the defenses, on their starting <laughs> lineups are projected double digits. Um, like fucking you know, with, Cleveland with 14 points? That's crazy. Yeah. First Houston, too. Houston, you know, went ham last week, but, you know, they were playing Jacksonville. So right. we'll see what they do against a seemingly solid team in Cleveland. They're always a you got to prove it to me first kind of team. Yeah. Um, people always talk big about them. They've got good players, but they never seem to really uh, get the wins when they need to. Um, so as always, they've got to prove it to me before I can call them good. This is this is a tough matchup to like pick outright a winner for me because Dak Prescott could put up the same points Mahomes says and each of them has like somebody who is pretty counter to their other like I don't know. I think Mantis maybe Noah Fant is the weakness there cuz especially going against Kelsey but 
don't know. Right, but every point Kelsey gets, you know, Mahomes will get a point too because true. He'll be throwing it to him, so it's one of those. That's that's one of those tough ones where your quarterback is throwing it, and you're like, throw it to anybody but Kelsey, anybody but Kelsey. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, here's here's a fun thing we can do. Each week, I think we should do the last one. I'm going to count to three, and we say the who we think is going to be the winner at the same time for what we think. What we have like just randomly picked as the matchup of the week. What do you think about that? I know we're putting sure, our thought process on the air, so to speak, but uh, who gives a shit? You're still listening to this, no matter what we say. So, um, all right, you ready? Or do you want any yep. any more analysis? No, I, I think I've got my pick. All right. One, two, three, Cardinals. Mantis Toboggans. Oh, that was not well-timed, but it works for an audio format because you heard both of us clearly. Ooh, another yeah. at odds. All right. Yeah, I yeah. I think uh, I think Mahomes, the, the combination of Mahomes and Kamara, um, are going to carry uh, Brian to his next win. Uh, again, right. Carolina or Kamara's potential reign in Carolina, so they might be run heavy. Um, of course, the forecast can change before then. But Pat Mahomes going up against Baltimore. Um, they're going to need to score some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, to win that game. Baltimore has got a decent team. Um, I don't think it's going to be a defensive battle. So, uh, and it's in prime time. It's, it'll be a it'll be a shootout. Mahomes will put up some points. You know, as long as he doesn't throw every touchdown to Kelsey, I think Adams has got this. I mean, your reasoning is better than my reasoning because you have reasoning for your answer. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it. Uh, this, for in, in all honesty, this for me. And again, I'm not great at fantasy football. I mean, I have, again, two championships. But uh, this is a tough one for me. Like, I would have a hard time choosing teams here. So, uh, Shane, you're, you're welcome that I picked you this week. We'll see if that is a, a you know, a celebratory thing or like a, a death wish. But we'll find out. All right, so... That is our predictions for week two. Um, any, any, we don't have any old business because this is not a meeting, nor do is it our second episode. So this is our first. Uh, anything else you would like to cover? Um, no, really nothing else I need to point out at this stage. Uh, I think that was a good opening podcast. Um, definitely not worse than anything put out last year. So I think that's a another virtual high five for us. High five. Oh. Uh, I'm also gonna be honest, oh. and this is tooting our horn right now, but we haven't. We're not gonna have to edit this episode. We fucking crushed it. Yeah, not too many awkward pauses, not too many no. ums or you know. This is where most of the people. This is where most of the people shut off. Right, we can get a little bit of uh, music in there, like uh, then we'd be all set. But I don't know, like I said earlier, we're not producers; we're just content creators. So deal with it. We're two dudes. You're also listening for free, and you're pretty much a captive audience. Like I feel like I could record myself pissing into a toilet bowl, and you would still listen to it if I just shouted out your fantasy football names and just said the scores. So at the same point, like. 
you know, you're going to listen to it. So. All right. I say we just, uh, we ended out with, um, I'll ask, what are you drinking tonight, Ken? I've got a can of uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Uh, I am drinking Hoofhearted's. It's not my first rodeo. It's my second. It is a triple IPA. (laughs) Everything you post is an IPA, and I can't stand them. But uh, you know what? Salute. Cheers. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Or afternoon. See you later. Bye. Yeah, whenever you're listening. Yeah.